You know what'll solve all of these these racial police protests? A Pepsi. Seventeen ninety two. One of my homies bought this, and we we're gonna have a party, and nobody or we forgot to invite people because we got too high, and uh, <laughs> we he just left it here. So I'm like, this is mine now. I don't know. Well, just, uh, it tastes like if if you turned a caramel apple into <laughs> like yes. a green caramel. It does. It's actually I enjoy it. If you guys want more, help yourselves. <laughs> is that the same whiskey or same bourbon that you and? Um, uh, I can't think of the the other army guy. What's what's his Pretty name? Lockler. Yeah, is that Tim's? No, this is someone else's. Lockler used to bring good good bourbon over here too, though. It was it was dope shit. We can and start then you here. You guys We're always got high whenever he was over too. So yeah, well, we'll have to have you on the podcast. You can come over and I'll pour you some of my whiskey. Fuck yeah, I'm totally down. Totes down. No, we're here with uh, Brett Bradley and Noe Ramirez. with two comics here from uh, omaha and you're from austin i guess technically and uh they just started a podcast so we're talking shit with them we just had like a whole 10 minute segment we were riffing it was fucking awesome and we can't post any of it because we would all be banned <laughs> from several venues we'd probably have like libel charges against us yeah, but we've got good momentum now it was, we had, it was like a warm-up yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. great charisma building. with each other <laughs> we developed yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we we worked on the chemistry it's like the shoot around before a basketball game you know that that kind of shit so it's and now we're just we're talking about bourbon which is totally mm, not anything to do with i'm digging your harry potter glass by the way this is my girl's harry I'm potter like Glass. Don't don't push it off. It's great. I love it. I'm not talking <laughs> shit. That's great. Drink out of that Hogwarts cup. It's a butter beer. No, I'm just kidding. No, I've, I'm in the process of watching the movies. I haven't seen any of them. I've only seen like the first four. We. What? What? Yeah. You said I haven't seen any of them. Well, I, I up until like a week ago, I hadn't seen it. No, I've well, seen the. That's some of them. <laughs> I've seen. It's like twelve hours of time dedicated. Like yeah. I fucking no. It's uh I. I'd never seen him. My mom went through this like Christian phase growing up when all the movies were popular where Harry Potter was the devil, but Lord of the Rings was okay. And that's that's oh, how gotta, I got into it. You were gotta all just do a whole world. bunch of shrooms and watch fucking Harry Potter from start to finish. Can <laughs> you actually, imagine? That actually sounds kind of fun. <laughs> it's hard it's hard for me to get into Harry Potter, man. I've said this on our podcast before. I don't like if Voldemort was really that evil, he definitely would have just thrown Harry off of a roof when he was a baby. <laughs> when he was a baby. Yeah. Voldemort has fucking he has standards. He can't kill babies. Okay. <laughs> if I if I was the Dark Lord, I'd just be like chucking him against a wall as hard as I could. You know what I mean? Like, That's a good point. I think it's interesting how people try to make these like villains and the in like the movies with like do terrible things. Yeah. Like, oh, if he existed, it'd be so bad. It's like 
hey man, way worse people already exist in real life. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, in real life. Oh, like Voldemort yeah. tried to kill Lord. a baby. Meanwhile, Epstein's raping them, and yeah. that's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah, like uh, the real Dark Lord would have definitely raped the baby and then <laughs> against the wall. Like that's that's yeah, I, evil being. I mean, real been. evil exists. Like worse than Voldemort. Like Hitler, fucking Stalin, fucking Epstein, the apartment manager that won't fix my fucking sink. Like there's some <laughs> terrible people in this world. <laughs> <laughs> That guy that cut me off in traffic on the way over here. <laughs> that guy. The lady who underfilled my Starbucks. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> Fucking trash. Do you ever? Do you guys ever watch a? She who will not be named. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever watch a American Dad? Oh, I fucking love yeah. American. Dad. Have you seen the episode where Stan had never killed anybody? So Roger told him, he's like, I got the perfect guy to pop your cherry. Is that and he's like, he's like, this guy's a pe- pedophile triple homicide murderer. I was just going off on all this shit. He's like, he traffics kids and drugs for side money. They get to his house. He's like, kill him, Stan. And he goes, wait, are you the guy that freaked out when I cut you at Quiznos? (laughs) 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 That's, that's the, that's the real evil in this world. Well, it's like, I used to work at a, uh, at a job that required me to wear like not a uniform you could tell i was at work kind of ooh, you could kind of tell i was at work situation mm-hmm. and like i'd walk in a subway and i'd see like a clearly homeschool mom with her four kids get out and try to beat me to the door I'm like fuck you bitch you know i have 30 minutes what are you doing <laughs> like like you you know i'm on a time frame and you're and i would race them i would blow past them i'd let the door slam in their face i'm like i'm trying to eat somewhat healthy at Subway here, and you here you are. Every time I get to a restaurant and it looks like there's a wait, I literally like chuck my wife out the door. I'm like, go get in line! <laughs> As I park the car, I'm like, those bitches just got out. Make sure you beat them to the door. Run! You know what I want? Order it. <laughs> yeah, go sit down and get us a fucking table. Rule number one: cardio. <laughs> yeah, no right. Well, it's like I don't know. It's like you, you see like. You go in there and you're like, you go to like Cheddar's and it's like, we have a two and a half hour wait. I'm like, who the fuck? What kind of loser waits two and a half hours at a fucking Cheddar's? Go somewhere else. Apparently me. I'll, I'll take it. To <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll go wait at the best. Yeah, yeah. I get surprised by the people that like wait, will wait that long without any like protest. Yeah. Two and a half hours. That's fine. All right. I'm yeah, like, sure. Really? I got nothing going the rest of the day. What kind of life life hours is that at 8 p.m.? Oh, yeah. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a good seat. You know, Cheddar's is a quality restaurant for what you pay, though. Like, I can't even knock Cheddar's. I ate at Cheddar's today. Did you? <laughs> for lunch. Really? 100%. Cheddar's is too nice for lunch. Before. I have never been there after, like, before 7 o'clock. Yeah, in the Cheddar's is too nice for lunch where I come from. It was fucking delicious. And uh, my buddy got the Monte Cristo. Which ties right into my fucking sandwich joke. Yeah. I was like, give me some of that Trump sandwich, baby. The Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo? No, it's a terrible sandwich. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, I don't. Good. He grabbed me right by the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Nobody understands why I said that other than you and me. And yeah. I, I, I think I understand. Monte Cristo, that's uh, it's what? It's ham? It's like cheese, ham, turkey, and cheese, Watson. and then it's deep fried. It's a I can make that American at home. It's like in a batter, right? Yeah. It's like in a batter. Yeah, and it's then, a batter, and then they deep fry, and they sprinkle fucking powdered sugar on top, and you dip it in jam. Your your joke is solid because it does sound good. Like, Ew. <laughs> in your mind, it sounds like, okay, it's delicious. Sweet, savory. They give you like a little raspberry is it, sauce or whatever yeah, it's called yeah. next to it. Is that a Cuban thing? Is Monte that Cristo? Monte Cristo? Is it a Cuban thing? Uh, you know what? Or, I'm gonna have, I think that's a Nick, cool. are you looking it up? I'm, I looked up what the sandwich looks like. It, it looks almost like 
It looks like somebody just got really high and just got random shit. That's how most on the bread. What? Oh, it is. It is. Some guy had just finished making some corn dogs, had a bunch of let batter left, and then got really high. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I just went through all these corn dogs and make a sandwich. I've never eaten Wait a Monte Cristo high. It's, it's like fucking French toast bread with like ham oh. and cheese. It's like, okay, dude. Like, all right, get this. I'm gonna make a ham and cheese sandwich, but On the French toast. bread is French toast. Like, <laughs> deep fry that bitch, dude. Most of the great ideas have come from people that were probably high out of their fucking mind. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it had to have been made by some French high guys because like it translates to. Mr. Crunchy. Oh, God. Which is fucking hilarious. I'll never eat one again if it's a French sandwich. It's French. I guess Monte Cristo does so I'm ordering it as a Mr. Crunchy. I'm like, God, a Mr. Crunchy, man. Cheddar's in the freak out the 17 year old waitress. You're like, I need a Mr. Crunchy. Dude, that sounds like a fucking sushi roll. What are you talking about? Have you guys heard the story about how Justin Healy freaked out the waitress at Chili's? Oh, my goodness. You've heard the fight story? I've heard the fight. Story. That's what it was. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, we've told it on the show before. That's why I want to repeat it. If you hadn't but what it. did he say? Well, no, she was just freaked out by the the fact that Justin was about to fight this homeless man. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know Justin, like if you're out with Justin and someone confronts him about anything, there is nothing in it is not in Justin's system to go. You know what? You are right, man. That's my bad. I'll, <laughs> I'll calm down. Absolutely not. It is Justin is escalated to the next level until you either back down or are ready to come to fucking blows with him. And those are the two levels Justin has. And that's like we're on edge when we go out with him. Oh, <laughs> we went out to, to Scary Acres with him and his girlfriend during Halloween. And um, he's just everything. Fag this, retard that, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, Justin, keep it down. And he's like, Caleb and Mia, you guys are the most offensive couple I know. I'm like, dude, you don't get it. We don't care if you say the word, but someone else might. Yeah. And given your history, I don't want to break up a fucking fight in the haunted house line. <laughs> that's, 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 I don't that's a very That's a very Omaha thing to happen. Somebody, <laughs> somebody just utter the word fag, like it's some guy behind him gets pissed off in a haunted house and then they get into a fight in a haunted house. Dude, that's a, that's such a weird thing. It's like with no other words, yeah. you automatically identify with them. Yeah. Like if somebody was if somebody who's slightly overweight was in line and then somebody else said like porker in front of them, they wouldn't be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I all guess these other words. Do you like, mind? Hey, that's me. <laughs> I guess with retard, they probably wouldn't be able to understand it, huh? So it's <laughs> no, it's always the family member. They're like, my brother is retarded i'm like you just said the word what are you talking about do you think it'd be okay to let like a retarded person go to scary acres dude? Like, <laughs> that'd be a pretty trippy experience for them i don't know but i would absolutely fund the youtube video for it oh. the series of it absolutely in a fucking heartbeat <laughs> somebody with down syndrome would be in there and like one of the people would be like screaming in face he'd be like get away from me retard <laughs> <laughs> And then just knock him out with that vicious strength. <laughs> that strength. Get the fuck know. out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> They're hitters, bro. And now that zombie's oh asleep God. for real. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying? No way. 
Uh, I don't fuck with with uh, haunted houses. You don't do haunted houses at all? At all. I've been to like two in my entire life. And I was really under the before I turned 15. And then like from there on out, just a giant pussy. Is what you I scared mean. of him? I just I don't. Yeah. Yes. I fuck. Wait. It's, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Yes. Are haunted houses white people things? Is that a white people thing? No, I see no. black people there all the time. No, I have okay. friends who are brown and they go. But like, yeah. I it's just not like I don't like I don't watch scary movies. I don't I, I just don't like being afraid. <laughs> you, know, uh, you did that podcast with me and Zach. That wasn't a scary movie. That was a bro. terrible movie. A terrible yeah, man. You should, you should see, so, see like the haunted house of town of Juarez, man. Those are like on another fucking level. Exactly. Like, are they like, really? Isn't that where they actually stab you? <laughs> <laughs> there is a threat. It's not the workers. It's like somebody behind you that's like, you know, likes your watch or some shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, that's that's Denver where they actually stab you. And that's just called downtown. That's not really <laughs> getting stabbed. Those are just dirty heroin. Dudes. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, dude, just, I, it's just you. You're stepping on a broken needle yeah i was like i was so scared in denver it was like a fucking like because they have it's the first like i've been to san francisco i've been you know all over the place right that denver was the minneapolis which is supposedly really bad denver was the first city i've ever been in where you see like entire blocks where the homeless just took it over like they an entire encampment like the businesses just run out of business because no one wants to shop there because it's so scary and it's just overrun by tents and you're walking through this at night and it's like a fucking haunted house but the workers can actually kill you and they're jumping out and screaming shit at you someone had a fucking boa constrictor (laughs) you know what uh those aren't those aren't like i was gonna say those aren't like the uh california homeless those are like the viking homeless because they're in a cold city yes who's homeless in a cold city by the way fucking fucking maniacs yeah don't be homeless anywhere else crazy viking people (laughs) rents the same in san francisco as denver zero dollars noah had something but bring me back to this homeless rant because i got something for you go ahead that's what i noticed was caleb was saying that that's the only city i'm like well austin's like that bro austin there's slightly less pussies than the people in denver so they just walk through those motherfuckers like sixth street when we went to a comedy show we went to vulcan gas company yeah and we're we're walking down sixth street and there's like when you pull up to the to the main street, it's like a, oh, like a kind of a highway mm-hmm. that leads to Sixth Street. Yeah, that whole like underpass, there's a freeway going over you, is full of tents. Yeah, there's homeless people everywhere. Yeah, but no one cares, bro. No. They're just like bumping shoulders with you. <laughs> like, hey man, you got a dollar? And like everywhere. Do, do you know how many doses of Narcan I gave under that bridge? <laughs> I know yeah, the you're bridge you're talking up. about. <laughs> so, <laughs> are, so, are you guys both from Houston, by the way? No, uh, Brent's from Austin. Yeah, Austin. Well, I'm, okay. I'm, I've been around. I'm from Iowa originally, and then I lived. I was a medic down in Austin for about six years, and uh, yeah, I, I got to deal with that homeless problem firsthand. And I got some fucking crazy stories. But the the guy, the homeless people in Austin will fuck with you. Like they don't give a fuck. We went to we went to New York a couple of months ago. Yeah. And everybody talks about homeless people out there, and like oh, yeah. you walk past a homeless person out there, and they just like. Don't fucking say anything to you. They sit there with their sign. Like people in Austin will fucking harass you. Yeah. That's how Denver is. Yeah. Yeah. It's Denver. fucking terrible. Vegas is that way too. Vegas, they, they've more kept them off the strip, but Vegas, they will get in your fucking face. They will follow you. They yeah. will like we got followed by a homeless guy in Vegas because he said I looked at him. I didn't look at him, but he he followed us for like two or three blocks. Yelling at us, like telling me to turn around and fight him. I'm like, bro, I don't know what kind of fight. I'm not gonna fight you. Don't like on the street, bro. Be yeah. less, be less easy to look at. Right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you didn't have that Burger King crown on your fucking head and a sword in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> what fucking? And, and Mia's like, 
tell me you have your gun. And I'm like, I can't fly with my gun. No, I don't have my fucking gun. We need to go. We gotta, you don't understand. I'm just as scared as you right now. We've got to go. Like, I'm not going to fight this maniac. This guy has nothing to lose. I do. Like that's, I, I'm already at a disadvantage here. Cause God knows what he's packing on him. We had a regular, we, we call them frequent flyers as people that call 911 all the fucking time. Yeah. We had a frequent flyer that we, uh, we nicknamed him karaoke Jim. His name wasn't Jim. I don't even know what it was, but uh, we, he would just sing to us the entire way to the hospital. Like it didn't matter what time I picked him up. He was fucking hammered and would just sing like Britney Spears and shit at the top of his lungs. It was like the only homeless guy I didn't give a fuck about con- like running on. I was like, oh, it's Jim. Let's go. That's fucking great. What a fucking champ, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Are you from Omaha originally? Yeah. Oh, I don't I know if I you're mean, from. I was not born in the United States. But oh. Other than that. Yeah. I thought you were from Texas. You're too, a dreamer. I went there. I went to Texas uh, just for like a vacation. Not. Oh, I thought you were right. We, went, we were there for a while. We, we spent the entire like two days. We were there on 6th Street or around 6th Street, which is like, like the high area. <laughs> yeah. It was it was an interesting time, dude. Like we we went to a show, to a comedy show at Vulcan, and then we walked down the street and there's this like club, like bars everywhere. Mm-hmm. But we want the people we were with wanted to go to a club and like dance. Yeah. So we found this like small room. I'm telling you, the, the club we went in, club we went into was like the size of your entire apartment. Like, Seriously, not shit. Not very big. But we walk in and there's no one in there. Mm-hmm. It's like mid. It's a comedy club? No, no, or no, night no, club. club like a oh, nightclub. okay. We walk in there and there's no one in there. There's a small bar in one of the corners, like where your kitchen would be and, and like no one else. So we're just hanging out for a little bit. And I mean, in, in the matter of like a minute, like literally 60 seconds, it filled to the point where you could not move. Seriously? There was like, yeah, there was like shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. And it was like COVID was a thing. So already. you got COVID. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, oh, tonight's night. I have been there so many times where I'm like, yep, this is it. And then nothing. Ha- I don't get it. I'm like, it's never been the night. So who fucking knows? I don't even know where it's- I got it. Cause I did get COVID in o- October. I think I think I imagine I got it at work because yeah. everybody at that mechanic shop i worked at got it they yeah. closed the entire shop for like two weeks oh but uh imagine yeah. having your car there i know <laughs> it's just yeah. it's just stuck. hey you know that's that some shit you needed your tire rotation <laughs> that would fucking suck dude i would be so fucking mad it's i'm like not even to work lie. like they're calling into work they think you're just fucking making it up that totally sounds like something you'd make up like i oh i dude i because i I would be I'm like Justin Healy gives me shit all the time. He's like, you're like an Italian Karen. Like these, you get fucking pissed off in like these customer service situations and you get like the, the Brooklyn accent coming out, even though your whole family's from the Midwest. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it gets the job done. It, 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 it's they're like, so oh, shit. Hold on. Salvatore. It, oh, this guy's got connections. Like, yeah. I better get this fixed right now. Her brother acts like that all the time. He's always talking about he's like, you Dagos. I know how you do it. And I'm like, my. <laughs> My family is from the Midwest. When we have get-togethers, we eat fried chicken and baked beans. Like, <laughs> we are white. Salad. Yeah, macaroni. That literally, we are white. We are not. A t- and the fried chicken comes from a gas station. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we're like high V. I picked yeah, it so- up from like Popeyes on the way there. <laughs> oh. The supermercado, like that, like Mexican supermarket, yeah. has the bombest fried chicken. Hakobos. Like, no, not Hakobos. Oh. It's just like a high V, but like brown. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, and they're like, they're, it's great. Like it's that's worth them. I miss the taquerias down in Austin. When I was a medic, we had we had some of the greatest food right right around our stations. We'd just go get fresh breakfast tacos in the morning from this little fucking trailer. That's the nice part about like being in a city where that's very common is that the prices are so low too. Yeah. Because oh. In Omaha, if you want to get a burrito now, it's like eight it's bucks. Like eight bucks. It's eight fucking stupid for a burrito. Even it's if like, you go to like Amigos, and it's like a burrito that's mostly rice. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> it's like not a great burrito. Yeah. It, there was this little truck. We were out in the boonies at this station, and there was this little trailer called El Pollo Rico. Oh boy! And it was my favorite place to go. Yeah. As a public servant, I fucking hate people. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it was great because I would walk up. And they spoke no English. Yeah. I spoke no Spanish. So I would just go dose. The dose. They would give me half a chicken, bell peppers, <laughs> tortillas, and everything. I would hand them a $10 bill, and that was it. <laughs> I was no pleasantries exchanged. It was, yeah, give me my fucking chicken. Here's your money. I'm on my way. It was amazing. <laughs> I was listening to uh, Kill Tony the other day, and this guy came up and he did this bit about Austin because he was just new in the city. And it was hilarious because it was so accurate. He goes, He's like, Austin, the city where even the restaurants are homeless. <laughs> <laughs> so many tacos. Isn't Austin like the food truck capital of like yeah, the United States? They say it's like barbecue capital, too. I don't Dude, know. Dude, there's some fucking phenomenal barbecue I, in there. I've never, I want to go. See, everyone hypes up Kansas City barbecue. And I went to Gates, which is like the, one of the like staple marks. You know, you've ever been there? It's, it wasn't even that. It was the sauce tasted like Taco Bell mild sauce. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And you go in there and the ordering's all crazy. There, You walk in, you dude, you better know your order when you're the sixth person in line because that's when they're going to fucking take it. Yeah, it's wild. You walk, it's seriously, they, they're, at first I thought the lady was strung out, but this is how they're trained. May I help you? That's how they take your fucking order. You walk in, they scream at you. You got to just guess who you're talking to. Yeah. And you just, just people in line. And you're like, oh, I should make eye contact. Uh, yeah, Dude, I've heard I've I've heard barbecue is kind of like like Mexican food is where you got to go into like the fucking real ghetto place on oh, the wall. Like, the ghetto, yes. and not even that. You got to get case. it from like a fucking <laughs> yeah. you got to get it from a, a, a U-Haul truck that's been converted. into a fucking, <laughs> oh, like, restaurant. There's like, some spots around here like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if I remember, don't remember the name, but there's a couple. Harlan's really good. Harlan's really good. There's yeah. another. I don't remember the name, but uh, they literally have what he said. They have like one of those a small enclosed trailer. Mm-hmm. And they cut like the side out of it so that they yeah. can make it into like a smoker. Yeah. And they just smoke meat in a trailer. They uh they actually opened one. It's a brick and mortar store. It's not a excuse me, not a food truck. It's right up the street from here. Um it's by the Chinese massage place. It's open till four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Draw your own conclusions there. But uh but no, it's called uh Rib Shack Smokehouse. And the owner, Jackie, she's super cool. Um she uh they moved up here from St. Louis and it's like St. Louis barbecue and this little fucking hole in the wall spot in West Omaha and it's like nice and it's clean when you go in there and the fucking food is bomb like we eat there all the time they're so nice to us and it's yeah it's fucking give them just a free shout out they can pay for advertising later but <laughs> I'll, I'll send them the bill yeah, <laughs> mentioned your show on my podcast uh it'll be $37 <laughs> because let's be real who's listening yeah it's like that'll be our Three 50, 50 listeners. Yeah. <laughs> that's 50. That's 50 new customers. That's right. Yeah. Every single one of them. Every they single are, one of them. They are loyal to us. Okay. If nothing else. <laughs> but no, it's it's great. It's like St. Louis style bar. And I'd never had St. Louis style barbecue until they moved up here. And it's fucking we eat there like once, twice a month. Like oh, it's really? good. Um, I don't really know anywhere else. Like I know that 402 barbecue gets talked up. 
I don't really know what the difference between different kinds of barbecue where like I know like what's Kansas City, what's St. Louis, what's Dang. like oh, neither one's, would I. One's made in Kansas City yeah, one's and then another one is made right. in St. Louis. Literally. <laughs> ah, yes. I, I'm pretty I'm convinced that's the only fucking St. Louis is a little bit more gun violence than Kansas City. I think City. barbecue is the equivalent to like bourbon or wine where you have to really really do it like consistently to know mm-hmm. the differences and what they are yeah you know well what i mean you see like these wine aficionados it's like i honestly could not tell the difference between a hundred dollar bottle of wine and like a trader joe's like eight dollar bottle of wine right. i box cannot well box wine maybe <laughs> <laughs> i might be able to tell if you gave me box wine i could probably be like yeah this is some cheap bullshit but it'll do the trick but like people that drink like these like 150 dollar bottles of wine and like you show me that picture of your friend in vegas with like a forty thousand dollar bottle of liquor. <laughs> I, I couldn't feel good about myself if I drank a forty thousand dollar bottle of liquor. I'd be like oh. calculating every pour. I'm like, how much was this one costing me? See now, once, once you get up to that price, that makes sense. But like, like this is the type of stuff that, like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna spend like sixty seventy dollars, like a sixty dollar bottle. bottle yeah, yeah. Like you're not drinking a whole bottle. Well, hopefully you're not drinking a whole bottle of this by yourself in one night. Like <laughs> a, a bottle of wine, you cash out in thirty fucking minutes. For sure. You know? For sure. Like, this is the shit that you I can sip on for yeah. a while. I can definitely tell the difference in vodka. Like I can vodka tell the difference sure. between a bottle of like uh, Ciroc versus like yeah. a bottle of Kettle One. You know, <laughs> we were talking about that the other night. You yeah. could vodka, rum, um, bourbon, yeah, wine to an extent, but whiskey, no, it all tastes like dog shit. That's the fucking drunk Irish pieces of shit. It just all tastes like shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I enjoy Actually, it for I, some know, reason. I like, I can drink like Crown Royal like a lot. I, I like drinking Crown Royal. That's black people whiskey, not Irish whiskey. Is <laughs> Crown Royal black people yes. whiskey? I don't yes. know. <laughs> I think I think what Caleb means is poor people whiskey. <laughs> oh, Crown Royal wow. is expensive. Yeah, yeah. Not, Crown Royal costs a lot of money. Whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> but but no, you're right. Like it, something like this, I'll spend like nice money for nicer because like I can have I can give this to people when they come over. We can enjoy this for like months right it's 60 70 dollar and it's fucking good like you yeah. should seven we actually got this at supermercado that's where <laughs> me and my friend got it <laughs> uh but no it's good and it was probably like 20 bucks less there than it was anywhere else but but no and it's it, but yeah i just i can't understand 150 200 300 bucks and just a bottle of wine that i'm gonna kill probably gonna kill in a night i think yeah. in all of those type of things like food wine I'm of the belief of like, I want to enjoy the experience, mm-hmm. which is why I'm overweight. So like, <laughs> I want to like things to taste good. Sure. That's why I'm like, I'll drink like right now. I drink this tastes good. So I'll, I'll enjoy it. Yeah. So like I'm not going to just drink terrible tasting whiskey because it's whiskey. I will. If I want to get <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's the goal. But like, like I much rather like at home, if I'm going to drink, I'll pour myself a glass of these of yeah. like squirt with like some Malibu rum. There you go. And I'll drink like 17 of them. <laughs> get fucked up also. It'll be fun. It'll taste good in the way. My girl got me for Christmas. One of those things you put it down and it's like a circle, like a coaster type thing. And you put wood chips on it and you torch the wood chips. And, and the once they start smoking, you put the glass on it and then you take the glass off and you pour it full of whiskey and it gives it like a smoky taste. I haven't used it yet, but Dude. I guess they're like, I've heard that's like that legit. I had the oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I, I've heard that's like the way to do it, man. Yeah, so. so I had a I had a smoky old fashioned at mm. Jay Gilbert's. It's that little steakhouse that's connected to the Marriott downtown. It's the yeah. best fucking drink I've ever had in my life. Really? It came in a decanter, like one of them 
fancy ones that sits on his side and spins. I got around. like a skull decanter, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It, but it was uh, it was filled with hickory smoke and then yeah. corked and they swished it around and it was it was out of this fucking world. It was like twenty fucking dollars. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. But it was it was it was the best drink I'd ever had yeah. in my life. Well, I mean, the fucking problem is like men, we have to lower our standards for drinks. Like we're expected to drink the shit that really I mean Let's be real. If you're going to offer me just as a, like a, a, a drink with my meal, I'm going to take Coke over the best bourbon you got because it just <laughs> tastes, it doesn't burn. But like women, they get, it's like strawberry, fruity, pink drinks and stuff like that crap you just got her from Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I used to be like that. I'm like, let me just like, give me the fuck. Like I used to not even care. And then I started doing comedy and I got a bunch of shit when I would order like a Cosmopolitan and I'm oh, like, okay. No. I'll, I, I, don't I, care, drink- I don't care who you are. Everybody likes a pina colada. Oh, <laughs> no, those are great. I want the gayest drink you have. All the <laughs> They're time. the best. All it's the, the best, dude. So I used to get so much shit for that. Like, I, and I always tell, like, I don't drink beer at all. Uh, in, in my entire life, I've maybe had one full beer. Really? And uh, when I was growing up, uh, <clears throat> I was like 14, and my best friend uh, had a pool table in his basement and his, a full bar. And the rule was you could drink anything from the bar, you could hang out in the basement, you just couldn't leave the basement. Yeah. So we started drinking bourbon and whiskey and vodka and i just never i think we can agree like beer is an acquired taste right? sure so, like never acquired the taste for it and dude, people would fuck with me hardcore in college I'm like you don't drink beer you pussy i'm like i'm playing beer pong with vodka you fuck right yeah. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> unequivocally that is way worse <laughs> yeah like, i uh how old were you when you first started drinking first drink i mean not like accidentally took a drink of my dad's beer like first time i drank i think actually it was probably 16 16 how 16? about you um, I had it pretty young. I remember. He's like, like I'm Mexican, motherfucker. No, no lie. <laughs> I remember being like, he's like, tequila was in my mom's fucking nipples when she was breastfeeding me. <laughs> what part of what part of Mexico are you from? Oh, he doesn't have his headphones, and he can't hear you. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You open a window, Jesus Christ! No, it does get hot here with the lights. No, I remember being around the age of like nine or ten. <laughs> And like having a couple sips of beer, yeah. And like my, my I did that too. Dad like kind of like handed it back and forth a few times, right? Yeah, but like, probably. when did you sit down and like you're drinking two, three beers at a time? Like, when was that? Probably sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about you? No way. No, no way. What part of what part of Mexico are you from, by the way? So I'm from Guerrero, which is like the southernmost part on Mexico. He's so you basically know Mexico South American. Like yeah, like, he's basically uh, he's basically so, Guatemalan. <laughs> yeah. No, not that far. No, no, I'm not saying. Relax. I'm not for It's like easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Apparently that's Guatemalan like calling an Omaha Guatemalan resident from Counts of Blocks. I guess that's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, it kind of it kind of, it really kind of is like yeah, well, uh, Mordor. The people where, where I'm from, I guess don't drink a ton. But like where my stepfather was from, which was Michoacan, is where like all the drug cartels are at. Yeah. And like those people drink. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that's where he was from. So that's what I was around. So yeah. he would drink a ton. Yeah. I, I, I live in El Paso, which, you know, I can see what is like from my mm. front door. So everyone there is basically like a freaking paisano, dude. Everyone's there like a country boy, just drinks like beer and wears but cowboy hats. Yep. I drink like Indio or like Corona or some shit. Like yeah, Nick. Yeah. Pacifico. Nick, how old were you? I do. The first time I ever had like a drink drink was I think I was like 12 or 13. 
I remember okay. I was like now in the seventh grade. Well, <laughs> I remember I, I came home from a 4th of July party. Like I, I was hanging out with a friend and uh, for the 4th of July. And for some reason, I had to go home. Like they were like, this was kind of shitty on their my friend's part. But he was like, hey, you got to go. Man. I'm like, what? Like I thought I was hanging out here for 4th of July. So I walk home and my fucking older brother who's still in high school is like the parents are gone. I just walked in on him having a fucking party at our house. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. Like I, you give me 10 bucks. I won't tell mom about it, you know, and. <laughs> Fucking, he had a bottle of uh, of uh, fucking Smirnoff in the fridge, and I was just like, eh, and I just like took a swig out of the bottle. Oh, gross. I was like, oh, this is horrible. Why are you doing? It was this? terrible. <laughs> I, I wanted to get, I wanted to pull the room before I told mine, so I didn't feel like a degenerate. But I'm okay now that he said he was younger than me. No, I was. So it was the same thing. I was like nine or ten. I swigged the drink of my dad's beer on accident, but I thought it was my pop. I legit didn't do it on purpose. That was, that was, that doesn't count. Um. Fuck, I was 14 or 15. My we went over to a friend's house and my fucking introduction to alcohol was a uh, Southern comfort. Ooh. So you can see why I didn't drink much through my teenage years. <laughs> like, I was like, that was my introduction was Southern comfort. Uh, we, we experimented. We would steal from my friend's parents liquor cabinet. Like it was like we would try like vodka, Bacardi, just stuff like that. And then, yeah, it was whatever. But yeah, the, the Southern comfort really set me off. I, I had a bad experience when I was like 17. I didn't drink again until I turned like 20. So it was it was a while, but dude, you want to hear the story about the first time I drank? And Fuck drove? yes, <laughs> drinking what drove? Drank and drove. Yeah. Is it statute up? Well, so this is what. Uh, so you'll you'll like the the fact that like our drink of choice because it was easy to sneak out of my buddy's dad's house because it wasn't in the basement. Yeah, it was a uh, purple Powerade and Everclear. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, that's we were, what I grew. That's what I grew so up drinking kill. in high school too, man. Classy, classy <laughs> like that. I still can't drink purple Powerade. Like the smell of it makes me want to pop it. Everclear got me banned from a bowling alley. Continue though. I'm not surprised <laughs> that you were banned from a bowling alley at all. I'll tell that story later. <laughs> so, so my buddy comes over and uh, we're playing like old school Madden. Yeah, and uh, they were super peace, easy the to kick peace. field goals, right? Yes, rest in peace, John Madden. Got to fucking love that guy. And uh, super easy to kick field goals. We're like, all right, we'll know we're fucked up when we can't make field goals. <laughs> so, so like one of the one of the years where like Michael Vick is really good in it too. Yeah, yeah. So so we're 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 playing, and then all of a sudden I shank a field goal, and I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> and then no joke. Two seconds later, my mom calls. Oh, great. And I'm like, hey, she's like, what are you guys doing? I was like, oh, we're hanging out the house playing video games. They weren't supposed to be home for like three hours. Yeah. And she goes, remember that motorcycle you wanted to buy? Yeah. I was like, yeah. She was like, get in the truck and bring it over to the city we're in. We're going to let you buy it. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my god! Hammered. You gotta be fucking kidding me! <laughs> what a terrible like, timing! Yeah, like, is there shit uh, from a fucking TV show? From like a comedy <laughs> movie? Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Okay, well we just put a pizza in the oven, so it's gonna be like twenty minutes before I can leave. So we fly to our bowling alley in uh, in our little one horse fucking town. We go to the bowling alley, order as much fried food as we can because we can't. We have no yeah. idea what takes care of fucking booze. Yeah. I just nothing. smash it, and I drive like twenty miles an hour for like an hour to this town, just like two towns over. <laughs> They're like what took you so long? And I was like, ah, it's a road to bad. It's June. It's, it's like June. It's yeah. literally like May. Yeah. And uh, my my mom never found out. She's never gonna listen to this shit. Just careless. So I guess you know it's all good. Be a secret. But yeah, first time I ever drank and drove. 
to go pick Jesus. up a motorcycle. I don't know. Like I had, um, I never drank and drove really. I mean, like everyone's like had a couple beers and like probably shouldn't drive, but I never got like fucked up and drove. Like I bad experiences in like family past. And then fucking you guys might not have heard me and Ali almost got killed by a drunk driver doing shows in Iowa one time. Oh, sure. I, I did not hear that. I didn't hear like in detail. So we were coming from a show in, uh, we were doing a show in Des Moines, which I ate absolute shit at. And I think that's the one that got me banned from said club <laughs> that we won't mention, Baltimore Club. Um, and we're coming back. So we had an Airbnb in fucking some weird town that I thought, I'm like, hey, I'm saving us a ton of money, but it was like 30 minutes out of the way. And I don't know dick about Iowa. So like, I thought it was a great deal. And uh, we're going back to our Airbnb because we got a show show in Sioux City the next night. And so we're going back to the Airbnb. It's a two-lane fucking highway, no lights anywhere, like in the country. And next thing I know, like I'm just driving, Ali's asleep. I'm chilling. I'm listening. I remember the song was "Last Day" by Joe Budden. Can't listen to it anymore, especially because of the name. It was very ironic. <laughs> and uh, I'm Joe Budden's terrible. Yeah, and his podcast. <laughs> yes, Joe Budden's terrible. And <laughs> it was old school Joe Budden. But uh, so I'm driving, and next thing I know, fucking headlights coming right at me, and Ali, poor guy. The first thing he woke up to was me going, fuck, fuck, fuck. And the, tr- the car going into the ditch. The truck threw us into the fucking ditch. Um, we get out of the VR. I, I like it was so weird because like it's you like I, we were like the guy was probably going 70. Right. It was on a highway and he was probably speeding. And we were going it was like 50 was the speed limit. We were going the speed limit and we get hit and I'm like, I remember getting hit and I'm like, okay, I'm going to die. Like it was going like everything, you know, I say everything slows down. It's true. Cause I'm like, people don't get hit head on by pickup trucks going this fast and live. I'm going to die. And I was cool with it for some reason. Like I wasn't happy. I didn't want to die, but I'm like, well, the logic of this makes sense. And it was like, <laughs> I've been sad for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, it's, I don't want to die. I got stuff I want to do. I got people I want to see, but you know, this is it. That's what cool. I guess it, have to go to nothing work I can do. Here. Yeah, I'm off work. You know? But uh, like, what's going to happen with the show? <laughs> <laughs> but so we get thrown into the ditch. Everything settles. There's no more noise, no more commotion. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, well, I got to be paralyzed. <laughs> That's what I said out loud. <laughs> so I started wiggling my legs and I'm like, oh, I'm not. I'm like, well, oh, he's got to be dead. <laughs> so <I> turn- <laughs> that was what I thought. So I turn over. I'm like, and then Ali's sitting there, ah, ah, like he's just in shock and pain. And I'm like, holy fuck, we got lucky. So I got out of my car. There was a, a I made sure Ali was okay because I didn't give a fuck about the dude that hit us. I, like, I knew he was drunk. I right. didn't see him. I knew you fucking drifted off on the fucking road. You're drunk. I like that's sure. like, it's two o'clock in the morning or one o'clock in the morning. I'm not stupid. So there was a witness that saw it and he comes over. And he's like, hey, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, I don't know what's up with this guy. And he like pulls him out of the truck and he's just passed out. And I go, he's like, I don't think he's okay. He might be dead. I'm like, I like look at him. I put my my, my finger on his neck to check his pulse. I'm like, he's fine. He's and I'm like, I could smell it on his breath. I'm like, he's fine. He's just fucking drunk. And I like shake him and I woke him up. And I'm like, hey, dumbass, how much have you had to fucking drink tonight? And he goes, it was a stressful week. <laughs> <laughs> 
and it's gonna get a lot fucking worse now, <laughs> retard. Oh, oh, fair like, enough. Fair enough. Man. Right, I, next three months I was like, life, I was like, I have a stressful life, you fucking cocksucker. That doesn't mean you can go out and fucking kill somebody, you stupid piece of shit. And the witness is like, the guy that witnessed, he's like, okay, it's probably time for you to go take a timeout. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's like, you have an injury. Yeah. For sure. well, I, I need to sit down. I t- no, I was just, I'm Italian. You know, I was angry. <laughs> so I was like, the, the EMT is coming. Terrible customer service. <laughs> <laughs> The cops come and, and, all, and everything. And I talked to the guy. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry I freaked out. He's like, no, no, I would have freaked out too. But I just didn't want you to go to jail for assault charges when you were the victim. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I appreciate you, man. But yeah, it's yeah. like, it's. Yeah, he, he crashed and he just died in his car. I don't yeah. know what happened. Well, he had, <laughs> he had, Imagine <laughs> what else that guy does when he has stressful days. Right? <laughs> I know. He just gets stressed out, walks outside, punches a lady in the face. <laughs> If only that was an acceptable excuse, like the guy that like shoots up the mall or what it's it's been a stressful month, man. I don't he just know. like goes to a park and just closes his eyes and just starts, yeah, just starts mowing people like, down. Yeah, it's, it's shooting. I don't know if I'm gonna hit anybody. Right. It's been a stressful month. I'm just blowing like, off steam. Yeah, the, the it's been a rough week by with you being stressed, the worst of a crime you can commit. Yeah, you bottle the stress like, in and you might yeah, earn a mass exactly. shooting next month. Exactly. You've like had a rough year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. You can like detonate like a tactical nuke or something like that in like a major, like a minor city, you know, like an Omaha or like an Akron type. Yeah, like Akron, Akron, Ohio. I don't know if there's really any crime that you could like get away with because you're having a bad day. Like, I don't know. Absolutely none. None. (laughs) None. No, like at least least one in like a civil case. You know what I mean? If you're if you're like an attractive woman and you run a stoplight. You might be able to pull it off. You know what, though? Actually, I guess. How about this? You walk in. Your wife's just getting fucking her boots to Jesus by some dude. Yeah. You fucking shoot him. It's a crime of passion. It, it, you get acquitted. It, you had a bad day. <laughs> you had a bad day. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's true. I think that might be the only one. It might be the only one. Is that every state where they have the crime of passion? I, I think it's to different extents, but everyone has Texas one. Does yeah. <laughs> yeah. Texas does. In Texas, if your wife looks at another man, you can shoot well, her. Well, it's like heads. in Texas, you can start dating a sixteen-year-old when you're eighteen, and it's okay. Well, and like, and they grow up, and like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, like Romeo and Juliet. Actually, that's how the military is too, according to military law. Not, not like U.S. or state law. The age of consent sixteen. Oh, wow. really? Well, like I mean, and there's the person have to be in the military too. <laughs> it's like, no, no, like, like I'm, I'm invoking military law. Military law works separate from civilian law. So, like, you could get charged for the same crime in both civilian and in the military. Right. So, like, if we're in the armed military and you like stole some shit, you could go time in the civilian military, like in or in the military prison. And then get out and go do prison like for so you get double teamed. That fucking sucks. sucks. Yeah, that fucking blows. What about like with like child soldiers? What if they? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Age of consent. (laughs) What if you're like in Africa and you like fall in love with like a ten year old? (laughs) (laughs) I think you would still get charged under military law. Okay, just just making sure. (laughs) I mean, hypothetically, in in theory. Now that you went there with like ten year olds, I feel way more comfortable about the shit that popped into my head a few minutes ago. I'm gonna now share with you. So you were talking talking about like like 
you can't let that shield build up. Otherwise, you're going to shoot up a school, right? Yeah. That's probably why, like, domestic abusers never shoot up schools. Because they, get it they let it all out. Just yeah. a little bit out every day. <laughs> That's a good bit. A little bit. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> a hey, he's actually doing a service. Like, he could either punch his wife a couple times a week or he could go walk into a mall oh. with a bomb strapped to his chest. What would you rather this have? This is a male. Women or hit sh- men too. No, they don't. <laughs> Not hard. They hit beta males. Alex Jones got his ass beat by his wife. <laughs> so <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> she, did you hear about that? No. He said, it was recently. His wife like accused him of Christmas. Yeah. 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 His wife accused him of um, cheating on her while they were bathing their infant child. And she hit him in the face like 20 times. Oh. <laughs> Started taking like ro- like a big ass rock from the garden and like threw it at his head. It's like, Somehow still not the worst thing to happen to Alex Jones. No, it's not. <laughs> it's like when he was he was wrongfully accused of, of perpetrating the truth that Sandy Hook was fake, right? Like that was. Oh. <laughs> and he, he, he predicted Epstein like 10 years ago. He predicted he called it. He called it. He predicted it. Wait, he didn't predict. Too. He knew it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. The, what's the guy? The big guy that in LA that got charged with raping all the fucking actresses. What's what's his name? Uh, Hart, oh, Weinstein. Uh, Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, he said yeah. the Weinstein shit too. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, dude. He the pro- he's been right about so much shit. The problem is he was just wrong about the absolute worst thing to be wrong about. <laughs> like, yeah, right? when, when you just spout off crazy ideas, you're about some are bound to land. Yeah, it's like, like it's like shooting like. It's like going like 19 for 20 from the free throw range, but the one you miss is an air ball that would have tied the game. Like it's that bad of a <laughs> fucking knocked miss. A, knocked a baby's lady or lady's baby out of her hand. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it <missed that>. <laughs> <laughs> like it went into the stands and knocked some guy off the fucking like eighth story over the stairwell thing to where the players come out and he fucking yeah. dies. Like, just the yeah, just the absolute worst thing you could be wrong about. It just happened to be what he was wrong about. <laughs> Like it's so oh, it's yeah. So you were saying, you know, like we were like women don't women don't hit men. Yeah. I got a hilarious domestic violence call. Hold Sorry, that thought. Man. Keep talking. I'm gonna piss and I'll be right back. Keep all talking right. to each other and I'll hear it. We'll we'll put that on hold. Noah, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm haven't eaten a thing today, so I'm feeling this bourbon, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm good. Right. I had to go smash a cheeseburger from McDonald's right before I got here oh, for the same. Reason. I mean, I, I'm good, but also you're definitely driving to Lincoln later. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I've got, I've got a half bottle of Crown Royal in the fucking top of the fridge from Christmas time. I'm thinking about going and cracking that. Is it is it just regret. straight Crown Royal or is it yeah, it's just regular flavored Crown ones? Royal. I guess some peach good one, flavors, green now. apple, that that cream one. I, Crown and Coke is like my go to like mixed drink. So that cream, that cream Crown Royal plus Coke. Oh, I haven't had that. I haven't had to try that. Uh, Brent's wife the other day introduced me to vanilla Jim Beam. Incredible. So that's the movie. Yeah. Have you seen the, uh, have you seen the, uh, like cream soda, Dr. Pepper? Yeah. That's like a match made in heaven. Yeah. I mean, like that's bound to happen at some point in my house, at least. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I love, I, I love, I know a lot of guys don't, I love flavored booze. Like I love flavored yeah, whiskey. I love bird dog. Bird dog's got so many good flavors of whiskey. 
I'm sorry. Men in my family traditionally have terrible bladders, especially when we've been drinking. So I just, I you know, that's that. a sign of a bad prostate. I can beer. check it for you. I'm good. Thank I you. was a medical professional. I'm good. Thank you. Has <laughs> <laughs> there, there ever been a situation as a paramedic where you just had to like, oh God, hey, everybody get back. I need to get this guy a prostate exam. Like, <laughs> no, but I have stuck a thermometer in a cop's ass. Another <laughs> great oh, <yeah>. story. <laughs> tell, the, tell the one you were going to tell and then tell the, tell the cop's ass. All right. All right. So uh, it's like one o'clock in the morning and uh, the station I'm working is out in like the rich area of Austin. So kind of like the Westlake area. We get a call for uh, is a hemorrhage. So somebody's bleeding. Sure. So I walk in the house and this guy is standing over the sink and his nose is just pouring blood. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I fucking I tripped and landed on the coffee table and my nose is all busted open. I'm like, "Okay, let me look at it. And and he like sits up. And his nose is split like this, like oh, a V. So he goes like this, and it just like flips out. Like I can see the cartilage. Oh. And I'm like, oh shit, man. And the whole time, him and his wife are being super passive aggressive to each other. He's like, thanks for this, Jill. Thanks for calling, <laughs> Jill. And she's like, you're welcome, Jeremy. And I was like, Jesus, what is going on? They're obviously both drunk, right? And then like I start to like walk around the house, and I'm like, so what happened? He's like, I fucking tripped and hit my face on the coffee table. I'm looking, and I'm like. That's fucking white carpet, bro. There ain't no blood over right, here. Yeah. I was like, no blood down there. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. This is probably fine. So uh, I'm like, hey, you're going to have to go to the hospital. He's like, no. I was like, yeah, yeah, you got to. Your nose is about to fall off. Right. Like Voldemort here in a minute. Yeah, you need surgery. <laughs> and so we get in the in the car or in the in the fucking in the car, in the ambulance. And he's like a big dude, right? He's a, yeah. He used to be a rugby player. And, and we're uh, we're driving to the hospital and he's like drunk and mumbling. And he's like, I can't believe that bitch hit me with a pan. <laughs> and I go, Whoa, she hit you with a pan? Jesus And he was Christ. like, I didn't say that. And I was like, you literally fucking said it, bro. Right. <laughs> I, Ooh, I have, so I have, I have principles, right? I would never lay my hands on a woman, you know, if I was angry or anything like that. But the second you come after me with a fucking pan, you are an assailant and I will yeah, pop you in your fucking mouth. What I don't give a shit was, who you what are. What did she think was going to happen? Like a fucking cartoon? It was just going to go blam and like the fucking yeah. letters. Were you know what she thought sky? was going to happen? Exactly what did. I didn't call the cops because he's a fucking dude. Like, fuck yep. off. Like, block it, bro. Like, what are you doing? And yep. I was like, yeah, dude, <laughs> you know, like if that out. was a, if that would have been a woman, I'd have beat the shit out of that guy. <laughs> Instead, she hits him. And I was like, hey, I should have dodged it, bro. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> obviously you knew she was crazy you're rich bro like she's hot like you knew she was crazy like what are you doing no yeah no you you come at me with a pan and it's fucking hey i'm throwing hands fuck that. i don't give a dude, fuck if who this you dude would have hit her oh, she'd have died for sure well she was one of them hot little austin soccer moms yeah and he was like a big i mean he had to have been like 6'3 290 yeah he was fucking huge oh so i um, maybe he could have just taken it yeah but oh <laughs> I was like, what, why'd you let her like, like <laughs> just put your hand up? That's all you got to do. Yeah. And, and But and then I kind of felt bad. I was like, man, I'm, I'm such a hypocrite because I would have called the cops on that guy for sure. Yeah. And then I didn't. I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you could have Johnny. Do you think he didn't get fucking that Johnny Depp? That guy got a punch her in the face and almost knocked her nose off. Fucking oh, hammer right her. There, dude. Yeah. Like open palm slap. It would have been. <laughs> Well, Fuck. that's probably not the first time things have escalated to violence between those two I'm sure would not. be my I'm guess, sure because usually there's a couple incidents before the, the EMTs and the cops get there. Yeah. So. yeah she can't scratch him did? a couple times. What do you think he did? <laughs> probably fought in some fucking suit. Probably forgot to take the trash out or something. <laughs> 
He didn't take the hamburger patties out. Yeah, he forgot to take the meat out of the freezer. <laughs> he didn't turn the fucking crock pot on in the morning before he left for work. <laughs> the chicken was so frozen. What do you mean the chicken is so frozen? <laughs> what are we going to fucking eat, Jeremy? I had the crock pot sitting out for you to turn on, and now we can't eat it. We cannot eat Burger King meat. every night. That <laughs> one fucking job, Jeremy. Crack. Well, I mean, he probably had it coming if that was the case. I mean, it's frustrating having to fucking eat fast food. Let's let's be honest. When a male gets hit by a female, we almost always deserve it. Usually. It, it, well, there are some chicks that are just fucking nuts, but probably 70% of the time, if you piss the chick off to the point she's going to hit you, you probably fucked up pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, have you ever seen that clip? you ever seen that clip of Denzel Curry on a podcast? And he's like, he's like, yeah, my girl was like beating the shit out of me. And the cops came and they got her and they're like, why was she beating the shit out of me? And he's like, oh, she says I was cheating on her. And the girl's like, oh, were you? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, why'd you pause? And he's like, because I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I, even the crazy ones, you're like, there's some crazy bitches out there. Yeah, but like, like if you get hit by a crazy bitch, you're probably fucking her, which yeah. means you knew the risks going in. Right. <laughs> See, I, I had a friend that was dating, and I won't say his name because I think he listens to this show sometimes, but he was dating dating this girl that he worked with that was engaged to this guy and owned a home with this guy who had been discharged from the military because his PTSD was too severe. <laughs> So, like, I was asking him, of course, I'm like, what kind of flowers do you want at your funeral? <laughs> like, like, those the, the important questions. He's literally being a Jody boy, dude. <laughs> literally. But the guy lived here and knew this was the whole situation. How fucked up it is. I won't out the guy, but this is how fucked up it is. There was a point they were watching TV on the couch together. All three of them just sitting there watching TV. And the guy, like, turns to him and goes, so do you just live here now or what? And my friend got a smart mouth with him and he's like. He's like, yeah, I do to fuck your bitch. Something stupid like that and told him to fuck off. And the guy stormed out. I'm like, you're in his house fucking his wife. Show him some respect. <laughs> <All right. laughs> a little respect, bro. <laughs> cool. It's the least you could do, right? Fuck so, like, the least you could do is call him sir. Exactly. Like, so the guy leaves, doesn't come back till four in the mornings, falling over drunk. And my friend's still there, oh. sleeping <laughs> on the couch. And he's like, I wake up to the guy just throwing haymakers at me. <laughs> I fucking the cops got called and everything. And like he went to the sheriff to, fi to, to file a police report for felony assault on the guy. And I'm like, you should have just taken your L. Like you should not have run to the cops with that. Like you were totally in the wrong. You got your ass beat. You should have just fucking moved on. But he went to the cops and he's like, yeah, the sheriff, the sheriff deputy told me she's like, you know, Morally, he was right, but we have to press charges. Like, dude, the sheriff's deputy told you you deserve to get your ass beat. <laughs> like, you should—that's such a—that is a kind of a bitch move, getting your ass kicked for fucking somebody's wife, and then going to the police. <laughs> going to the police. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go tell on you now. I'm gonna tell. I always thought it was funny when I was first started dating my wife. Uh, her mom sat us down and had this conversation with us about like getting physical like violently and oh. like, like hitting each other and i was like in my head when i was having these conversations i was like okay well either she thinks that i'm gonna beat her daughter or 
like something i'm not getting something because there's no like it was it was like unprompted right like there was no reason why she would ever bring yeah. this up unless she knew that either i was doing something or something else yeah it turns out she like later told us she was like well what actually is going on is that when when like my husband and i were dating like i would get too aggressive with him joking like i would hit him and like just like like hitting each other back and forth and like it eventually escalated and it was a problem <laughs> so, yeah i don't want that to happen to you guys. <laughs> oh my god all right cool. thanks mom <laughs> uh, it was a great time that's, Dude. Hilarious. that's hilarious least, your your girl's parents give you advice mine just leave us out to dry we don't get any advice we're just <laughs> expected to figure it out when things randomly turn into fist fights <laughs> my uh that's so funny that you they used to that they used to play together like that like my wife still has scars on her knees and not from what you think oh like she uh she used to try to like think she was tough and try to like she would like try to fight me or jits me and sure. And like, she did like two jits classes and was like, Oh, I can fucking yeah. crush you. And yeah. I was like, I guarantee I'll escape mount. Like you can mount me all day and I'll just throw you off and fuck Chuck. Yeah. She's like, no chance. So we like, she like tried to grapple me for like 30 minutes, scrapes up her legs. And then she's like, she's like, well, you couldn't choke me out. And I was like, Oh God. It's I, the famous yeah, last words. And she was like, she was like, no, I know. I just got to dig my chin. <laughs> I was like, babe, okay. she's like, do it. And I was like, we're not doing this. And like, I think both of you have met my wife. Yeah. She's pretty aggressive. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's going to fucking win. <laughs> so like she forces me to rear naked choke her. Oh God. And then had a full on yeah. drunken panic attack. Are like, you admitting to a felony right oh, now? <laughs> I am. I am. There was like, I was like, <laughs> oh god damn it i'm gonna go to jail tonight for something that she made me do Did you put her to sleep <laughs> no 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 no. Oh. but like she got she like tapped and then had a panic attack because she realized that i could easily murder her again <laughs> but lost her shit and i was like oh my god if i go to jail for you goading me into choking you i'm be so pissed <laughs> see i fucking dude that shit's crazy like i started doing it like before i fucked my neck up and then my foot up and then but i was doing jujitsu with tim lockler who's been on the show a couple of times and uh he used to do comedy here and uh dude getting choked you see fucking god you don't even realize it it's like, a you, weird experience you fucking but it's not like painful like because i've had like injuries from doing jujitsu and they heal up in like a day whereas like i've had injuries from basketball when i was seven seven years old or seven years ago that still haunt me to this day yeah so it's yeah. like it's fucking weird like that you get choked out and it's a different because it what it's not the kind of choke where it cuts off the oxygen. It's your blood. It's the blood, blood choke. Yeah. yeah. So everything just starts to fade. And that's how apparently how death feels. I don't know. You're just going <laughs> to drift away. Everything. Just, I've, had, I've had rolling injuries where somebody cranked a little too hard in an arm bar and my fucking shook shoulder uh, was like numb for like a fucking week from that. Oof. So, yeah, I, I did a couple classes at the Premier Center in here. Oh, okay. I, did I, tra- I trained there for a while. I, I did place. a couple classes there. And it was incredibly, it's incredible the feeling of like helplessness you have when yeah. somebody sinks it in tight. Dude, yep. It's like, okay, well, I guess I'll die now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. There's nothing you can do. Literally. We were drilling. I remember we were drilling and I was with this dude who was also pretty new. He'd only been doing it for like six months, but consistently. Yeah. And it was like one of my first classes there. So this guy like rolls over me or whatever. I try to like, you know, like, um, to post my arm and like get up and he gets me in like the cleanest guillotine and just drops his full body weight on my neck. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Hey man, like what are you doing? you're not a professional fighter. Yeah. Like <laughs> you got, you don't have a fight coming up. Like, right. Calm cool. down. Calm or, down. Yeah, here. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's relax. All right. Yeah. Like, 
Like, there's no need for you to put your 190 pound body on my neck, but all right, whatever. But like the next thought in my head was like, okay, like this is what it's like to like be killed yeah, because there's nothing I can do. Have, are, are any of you guys familiar with what the move that Gogo Plata is? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, so it's, it's, uh, it's a move where you basically are like in the guard position where you're, you're, uh, and you, you get like your, your leg, like the, the flat part of your bone of like your shin and press it up against the neck. Oh, Tim's done that to me. Yeah. You basically pull. Yeah. And I didn't know what the fuck that was when this, because this one guy was a real bone, like scrawny guy. And those guys are usually the ones that are really good at fucking. Oh, for sure. It's all fucking and sinew and bones. Yeah, dude. He got me with that. It's like so hard and so fast too. Like, cause he just went and got in the guard and then fucking did that real quick. I literally went like, ah! <laughs> yeah, sound like a fucking cat. Yeah, I sounded like somebody stepped on a cat. Like I was like, "What the fuck sound did I just make?" Just activated shit. your gag reflex. I, I just would because like his Tim asked me one time. He's like, because he was trying to get me to do jujitsu, and I'm like, I finally caved because he's like, "What would you do if someone broke in your house?" I'm like, I'd, I'd shoot him. And he goes, "What would you do if they took your gun?" I'm like, "I'd probably die." <laughs> get on yeah, my knees or put my hands up. Like, what do you want, sir? Go take it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you like. Yeah, but he's like, well, why don't you come with me? And he really just—I think he just did it so he could choke me out a couple times. <laughs> I've been wanting to get back into that. I, I, I did too. It's, it's a time commitment. Though, it's a time commitment. It's a money commitment. Yes. And every fucking time I start getting like healing, I break something. <laughs> That's yeah, where yeah. I'm at right now. Yeah, I only did like, like a handful of classes. I didn't do a lot, so yeah. it was like just really fun. And also the best workout I've ever had. Uh, For real, like, uh, you work out everything I've ever had in one moment. Muscles you don't use. Yes, like yeah, you work out. Like your butt cheeks is sore. Like. I didn't know there was a muscle there. Yeah, <laughs> you knew that got sore. Yeah. yeah. Other other experiences. I <laughs> are you sure you were, yeah, are you sure you were at a jujitsu class or I what? <laughs> oh, I know. It was, it was I funny. have been trying so hard for the last year. Um, I have a connection with a, a boxing gym. I won't name them on the show because I don't know if they probably don't want to be associated with us, but <laughs> a boxing gym in like South Omaha. You probably have heard of them. Yes. Um yeah, starts the with a V. Yeah, the only But but I have been because I have a connection with them. I have been trying to set up a fucking fundraiser because this is a charity. Like they're a charity type place. It's like a nonprofit. They do really good things for the community. So I've been trying to set up like a fundraiser for them that would go as a comedy show. And then after the comedy show, the comedians would box each other. Oh, I'm so, hey, I have I'm a record. A, the I 100%. Am, I am fucking, <laughs> so here's the thing. So like they would have to be weight class and then people like you that have actually fought professionally. It's not would, happened. It's never yeah, happened. you can't. Yeah. It's, <laughs> well, and, that's not fair. <laughs> fair. It'd have to be like sanctioned by the state. So like the problem is, like, cause it's, it's, you'd have to register everyone as like an amateur fighter and organize all that. And I just don't know. It's just such a pain in the ass. Cause nobody wants to, well, in boxing you do, if you do yeah. USA boxing. Yeah. Now what you could do is you could put on a kickboxing show and that shit doesn't have to be a, you don't have to that register for kickboxing. You could, uh, they still have, there's supposed to be a commission there. Yeah. Uh, but they don't give a fuck. Like, That's what you fucking money. go at it. Yeah, you can fucking do that. There's so many. Like it would be great. We'd raise money for a good cause. People could do their sets, and like there's so many motherfuckers in this scene that have beef with each other. Let's oh, fucking squash sure. that shit, bro. Let's let's fucking squash that shit. When like, I started fighting, this was back in the days. It was like God. I, I I took. I I think I had my first fight back in 2007. Yeah, 2007, and uh, we used to host this show. It was at a bar in uh, in Waterloo, show? Iowa. It was a comedy show. 
No, 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 no. Oh, fight. Fight we used to host this fight show, oh, and it was in a boxing ring. We'd bring the boxing ring in, and we'd set it up. And all you had to do was walk in the door, just like a fucking open mic, and put your name on the list. <laughs> oh, shit. Step on the scale, and we would match you against other people. <laughs> like some shit in a movie or Bro, something. Bro, these totally frat bros coming in, right? And I was the announcer, and I would talk mad it's shit Fucking Fight Club. You were Brad Pitt. Night. It was amazing. Norton. And then one night... uh I, I fucked with this like, group of frat kids. I was like, fuck you guys. You look like a bunch of fucking douchebags. And blah, blah. Yeah. I was just talking shit. And they were like, fuck you. I'd fight you. And then the like promoter was like, will you fight them? And I was like, well, I'll fight one of them. Sure. And so he was like, you'll fight the announcer. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, next week, next Sunday, we'll was it kickboxing or yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, we'll do a kickboxing fight, and the guy was like, for sure, came out, and oh, no. uh, I like, I fought this fucking frat kid at a show for free just because you beat the shit out of him. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> was, I hope it was just merciless <laughs> for three <laughs> rounds too. Every time I started hurting him, I like pulled back. You let up, so you hit him again. Yeah, so he would have quit. <laughs> Like, ah, yeah, I was yeah. like, ah, I'm not gonna let you go down. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was, it was like, some of one of those fun. good, one of those good old kicks to the fucking like top of their quad. Area oh yeah, yeah, leg kicks. Where like you fucking feel it for like a two weeks afterwards. People like, don't understand how much that shit hurts. I had a, yeah. I had a friend yeah. when I was in Waterloo. He was a big fucker, man. He was like six three, three hundred and fifty pounds. He's one of those big old corn fed fat guys, right? Mm. He's like, it can't possibly hurt that bad. <laughs> And I was like, what? Oh, it, it can. Have you ever watched the UFC? Like, that hurts. Like, you think professional fighters limp around People for fun? Get, get finished from leg kicks. Yeah. Right. And he's like, you can't possibly hurt that bad. And he, like, puts his you leg out and he Conor goes, kick me. He's like, you just kick me. And I was like, oh, Christ. What? And all my other buddies are like, yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Christ. are you sure? And he's like, yeah, 100% power. I was like, okay. I fucking kicked him. He literally goes down to a knee, stands back up. It's like, I'm going to go home. <laughs> he didn't, it was like nine o'clock at night. He fucking left for the rest of the night. <laughs> See, you can at least admit when you fuck up, right? Like if you're going to, if you like say you can do some ridiculous athletic feat, just admit when you fucked up, right? Don't, don't be a bitch and just go home. I was in the, uh, when I was in basic training, I, I was this guy that was like, like the short little five six guy, but he did fucking uh, the, is it Tai Jitsu? The one where they the Tai Taiwanese boxing where they wrap up your fucking forearms and shit, and you only do it like the elbows and kicks and shit. Oh, oh Muay Thai, Muay Thai, Muay Thai. Oh. Yeah, so he Muay, Thai. A, Muay Thai. He knew he was like a fucking black belt in Muay Thai or whatever the fuck. Like, and he did a fucking kick like that on on my leg one time, like slow motion to just kind of like show what it was like. And when we were just like fucking around. And like he did it slow motion and it still fucking hurt. I was like, ah, I was like, dude, what yeah. the fuck, man? Like you just get yeah. me slow. Like he was literally oh. just like <laughs> it's like there was a time like it's just admitting when you're not athletically fit to do the the challenge you accepted. Like my brother was a, is a college track track athlete, right? One time I bet him that because he was telling me about about like the 400 times that you had to qualify. So a 400 is one time around the track, around a football field. Right. And he was telling me about like, oh, 50 seconds is like a fucking speed demon. And I'm like, 50 seconds. I bet I could do it in under 50 seconds, which is like <laughs> Olympic. Time. I am essentially an Olympic sprinter. That's that's Olympic time. Like 50, like like low 50s is like college players, like under 50 is an Olympian. So I, I essentially bet my brother that I <laughs> me I could be an Olympic play. The, the closest thing to sports I got was I played like rec basketball through the city of Omaha once a week on Sunday nights. 
I bet him that I could run a 400 in Olympic time. <laughs> he, I, I ran the, the, the 250 in under 50 seconds. <laughs> I fucking, I was like, I was like, how did I do? He's like, well, the first three steps were good because <laughs> after that, he goes, it was, it was not good. You did not get close to, uh, to under 50 seconds. <laughs> I had friends in high school that played uh, football and I went to Omaha South High School, which if you know anything, not a football Omaha, school, not a football school. No, you know what I mean, it's not. We play soccer. It's a, it's a football school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's we used to play them in football and it was like they were happy to be there. Yeah. Like it was that kind of exactly. the school hasn't cut our funding yet. Oh, fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, but uh, I remember uh, kids in that school to this day. I know a couple of them to this day who are like, oh, dude, I ran, I ran a five second 40. I'm like, hey, man. You'd be on the Raiders, right? Yeah. He's like, no, but the coach, ha- I understand your coach held the timer. I'm telling you, you didn't run a five second four. Well, five seconds isn't even that fast. It's not. It's That's not. like, like a but slower offensive lineman yeah, in this yeah, day and age. He didn't do that. No. <laughs> no. Well, that's like, you really didn't do that. It's like, you think about like the fastest kids on your team. Like it's just like how crazy forward. NFL athletes. Well, yeah, it's like four, four and lower is what they want for like right. running backs, receivers. Like you think about like the, like just how phenomenal professional athletes are like the fastest kids on my high school team ran like a four, seven. Yeah. Like the fastest receiver. Dude, and that's crazy. like a fast, that's like a me- a moderately fast offensive lineman in the NFL yeah. runs a four, seven. Yeah. It's just crazy. The craziest athlete I've ever done anything with was a kid in my, in my high school football team that uh, later ended up walking on at Nebraska mm-hmm. playing for the football team there yeah. as, a, as a receiver. Yeah. So like that, that guy was pretty athletically fucking good. Right. He yeah. To play at that level. And I was just remember like, it didn't look like he was strong. Mm-hmm. Like he's like six, three like really kind of you know uh like skinny looking sure but like when we would go he was a play tight end so they'd go do some of the drills with the linemen with us with like the popping drills for blocking yeah and he would like pop the fucking bag and i'm like shit dude like, how is, yeah i mean how's this fucking guy hitting Moves so hard when he, he the, weighs like 180 pounds at six three like jesus christ the, man the best athlete i ever saw was this guy he was uh we used to play pickup basketball at these parks out in millard and it was this guy he was from somewhere in Texas and he was like a three or four star recruit as a running back, but he had shitty grades. So he went to Iowa Western to get his grades up and he had like a full ride to Iowa state to play college football and he had accepted it and everything. This guy was fucking freak. Like he was out there dunking on people, just athletic. He wasn't a great shot, but who fucking cares when you're six, three, you know, it just 208 pounds of pure muscle and you can dunk on people. And I remember this guy was just a freak athlete. And I remember one time he went up for a dunk, got fouled in the air, came down, smashed his knee, never played football again. That's such was, a bummer, man. Yeah. Like, I had a I had a buddy who I worked with, uh, shout out Jerry. But he was a uh, <laughs> no, like he had like the talent to like be in the NBA. Sure. He played in, in Europe, like mm-hmm. he was in the Euro League, mm-hmm. and his plan was to come and then play in the NBA. And like he had like some kind of deal already structured and everything. Yeah. And he got injured in Europe. Oh, and like I, he like tore up a well, bunch of <laughs> ligaments and stuff, and like he was never the same. But like you see this dude, yeah. he worked at this dealership I worked at, and he was like six, five. Oh, they're six, fucking six, monsters, yeah. Monster of a dude, like being like looks like an didn't realize it yeah oh, man you're not supposed to be here no you're not <laughs> supposed well, to be here seen the, you guys have seen the scallenge too like brian scalabrini and like fucking retired brian scalabrini is still like a crazy he destroys people yeah. yeah dude it's it's just so crazy people don't even realize like how much better they are than us like even like 
shitty boxers. Like my dad had a friend that was a boxer, a professional boxer that never won a fight. And he like still almost went to jail for like almost murdering a guy in a bar fight. Like it's it, no, I guess that's the thing they say, right. About I've heard like, I know we all listen to Rogan. I've heard him yeah. say it before. We're like, guys think they can do think that they're funny yeah. they think that they can drive and they think that they can fight yeah and like, none of them none of them and like usually. You, you mostly you probably can't do any of them yeah but like that's crazy to see i guess I, i'm interesting to i'm interested to get your guys' take on how do you guys feel about the whole the recent developments with like jake paul and his whole career dude jake paul i mean like i would love to see him like fight an actual ass. boxer it, like i i i kind of defend him because for one the dude only fought dudes that were talking like mad shit to him right like mm-hmm. the fucking that basketball player as a fucking basketball player he's like, gonna he, fight antonio brown soon just watch <laughs> i, <laughs> I mean, cannot like, wait yeah, so he legitimately fought like he legitimately boxed like a basketball player like a professional basketball player i know i would get my ass kicked by any fucking basketball player because they're just good you know what sure. i mean no he's, he's a legit I, boxer yeah he's, he's yeah, not gonna go compete yeah. against like fucking uh the any of the like best like the he's not gonna fight canelo he's not fighting canelo yeah no he's not gonna fight canelo. well he can but he'll get his ass kicked exactly yeah no i mean he's i think he's he's what eight and oh four no four and oh he's four no he looks like a boxer who's fought four fights he doesn't look like some chump that's going out fighting like like he actually looks like he trains and tries at what yeah, he does. I'm sure he does. But he's he's been working. He, yeah, he does train. He's you can tell working. he's gotten better. I yeah. Like, he he he's got money. He's got a fucking really good trainer. He's out there doing it all the trainer. fucking time. If he says think, he. If, if, I, yeah, he couldn't fight Canelo, but you fucking Mister Bar Fight guy would probably get your fucking joke. Oh, for sure, for sure. He trains like, professionally. Yeah. He'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah. That's yes. all. But I don't. I, I'd like to see him fight an actual boxer, not a UFC guy that dabbled in boxing and has been retired for four years. Not I, not only that, but like not a UFC guy that's known for wrestling. Like Ben Askren? Yes. Yeah, who so, probably took a dive on purpose. And, right? and also Tyron Woodley, right? Like Tyron used to knock people out ever since he got... I mean, he hadn't won a fight in four years. He'd mm-hmm. been knocked out. His chin was suspect. I love Tyron. I had buddies that trained with Tyron up there. Like, I knew Tyron, right? Like, he's a good fucking solid dude. Mm-hmm. But when you got $100 million staring you in the face, I might I might drop my left hand oh, and for take sure. one on the chin. You know what for I mean? Sure. Well, Tyron I, took him the distance. Like it's it, the first I, time. I don't think, yeah, the first time. I don't think that that, I, I think Paul should have been a unanimous decision. But at the same time, Agreed. He made it a lot closer there, than it should have been. There was a no knockout clause in that first fight. Oh, really? There was a no knockout clause in that first. Really? Fight. I heard. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard the opposite. I've heard that that wasn't true. That was a myth. Is I, that that Charles Peralo guy? I looked at uh, because that guy's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I, I used I'm to get sure, under his I'm fucking sure skin actually, all the time. I'm sure I, if that was actually, I know that, that guy. I have experience. I don't think that that there yeah. was a, a no knockout clause is because Dana White took didn't take the so. He was asked a question about that specifically, and he was like, I don't know about that, but kind of roasted yeah. Paul. So I'm like, I feel like if there was for sure a no knockout clause, Dana White would have definitely roasted yeah. him that about it. Been, that would have been all over the Unless news he outlets covering it. So I watched, like, watching that fight, right, when uh, when Tyron hit him with that overhand right against the ropes, and you mm-hmm. see Paul slump into his arms. <laughs> That like I've I've been around enough fights and watched enough fights that I know like that was a flash knockout. He got held up. There was I, oh you talking so, about the first fight. I'm talking about the first fight, not oh, the no. not the second fight, bro. Okay, okay, not the second okay. fight. I thought no. Okay, okay you're it. talking about homie that looks like Walmart brand John Stamos. Yeah, <laughs> that, that had that TikTok go viral. Yeah, yeah I yeah, know yeah. that guy. I yeah. fucking hate that guy. Yeah. I wouldn't trust anything he fucking says. He yeah. may be right on that, but I don't know. I, I'm talking about I'm talking about the first fight. Like I've. 
like, I'm sorry, I got confused. I thought you were talking about um, about Tyron Woodley taking a fall. I thought, oh no, he I got his. You're saying that like it was like seven, no, like he got knocked out. He got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, that no, was he did. Fake. Tyron that was and, and the second watch, one. If yeah. you watch the fights in the UFC, like Tyron is known for dropping that left hand because he'll drop it and he'll lunge forward and yeah. he'll throw yeah. a fucking. It's a leg. different sport. It's not yeah. boxing. Yeah. But uh, what I would like with the, with the Jake Paul thing, he's growing on me. I hated him at first, but that's because, like, I'm not a big boxing fan in the first place because I think most of it's fucking rigged and it's a fucking joke the way they yeah. judge. But extreme. I'm not going to 17 get belts right now. But uh, yeah. But I would love to see him like if you're gonna if you're gonna box box some boxers. That's what like, I want to see. Yeah, I don't. I think I think he's working his way up to that, and I think the I people think so. that like try to hold it against him, I think are just like being well, haters on it because it's like those guys that he boxed too. Those guys ain't fucking boxing the fucking Canelos and was, shit either, man. I as well is that you take your favorite fighter, your favorite boxer, and go look at their first four fights, and they're, they're all against dudes that are chodes. That's yeah, exactly yeah. no Well, and that, you got to put yourself in his shoes would you go fight some fucking no name exactly. or would you fight a guy that was going to get you paid 40 million dollars exactly. you know it's like it, at that that that's what it comes down i to. think the difference though yeah. isn't is, it's not that it's not that he fought a dude that was going to make him 40 million dollars i think right. the difference was you can't talk mad shit and compare yourself to floyd mayweather no, not even and close. then fight no. a fucking retired and fight a wrestler nba player college, you know? yeah, a basketball player like, yeah like he, he's gonna fight fucking uh who was the the comedian that just got canceled recently fuck what was Louis it? Yeah, he's gonna fight Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> fucking old ass Louis. Bill Cosby, <laughs> O.J. Simpson. Oh, what if Jake Paul had to fight Bill Cosby, but Cosby got to roofie him first? Oh, it would be close. <laughs> it would be I close. Would, I would, I would love to watch Jake Paul beat the shit out of Bill Cosby. <laughs> That'd be no, fucking awesome. I, I think it's time. He doesn't need to fight like, like you said, he doesn't need to fight Canelo or Terrence Crawford, but maybe, maybe go fight a, a, a Hank Hammer and Hank Lundy or whatever that guy Terrence Crawford yeah. fought. And I think even so. I think so. I think Tommy Fury, if that fight wouldn't have fallen through, I think that would have been a great fight. Yeah. Tommy has only fought Chodes, right? Yeah. So they're on and the he, same he level. Doesn't like, look if you look impressive. at Tommy's record, he's fought a bunch of dudes that have never won fights before. Yeah. My, my take on that is I think it would have ended the same way for Tommy Fury that it ended for Tyrone. It might have. It might have. But I'd have more respect for it Fair. because you're fighting yeah, yeah, a boxer, get, right? Like, because Tyrone's it. not a boxer. There's a huge difference. Like, we could sit here and dissect like fight analogies and shit like that, right? But like, there's a huge difference between MMA boxing and regular boxing. Sure. Oh, for sure. It's yeah, a lot more sure. forgiving. I can drop my fact, hands. Just the fact that the fuck. Shoulder rolls way different. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Everything. Just the fact that yeah. gloves are like heavier in boxing is everything. Well, you lose, you lose habits too. Like in boxing, a shoulder roll is very like useful because you have a ten ounce glove. So like you're gonna, be, you can block with your shoulder. Yeah. Or an MMA, you're getting hit, so you don't even practice that. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? So like you don't, you're not used to it. So then the moments where it could help, you still get hit because you're not used to that. You know what I mean? Patton Oswald was who I was gonna say he should fight. He's not canceled. He took a picture with, with Dave Chappelle. He's totally canceled. Yeah, no, he, he was getting canceled. And it. then he about came it. out and like said something nice about transgenders. He's posing in the Star- picture. He's like writing in his yeah. notebook. Who's the Star Trek guy? Uh, uh, the, uh oh Will Wheaton. That no, no, fucking... no, 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 the gay one. Uh oh, George Sakai. George Sakai. George Sakai like shared his post. He was like he likes us. It's fine. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, all you got to do is to get uncanceled is just to get George Sakai to fucking. Yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, that's a problem, man. I, I would hate to have friends like that. That'd be a bummer. Well, you know what I mean? I, so what I've always said is like, if you look at people like like Rogan and people like fucking like think like Legion of Skanks, Tim Dillon, comedians like that, 
those guys aren't worried about getting canceled. Like they don't like you spread. Oh, this is a audience. No, this is a problematic joke he made. They don't fucking care. They'll probably make more money off of it because their audience is cut out. Sales are going now. They're not going to get a Patton Oswalt type audience. That's not what Joe Rogan, but that's different, (laughs) but they're not, you know, like the offensive comics, they're not going to get like a Patton Oswalt type audience. The the problem is, is that people like Patton Oswalt appear in Disney movies. Yeah, right. right. That's exactly when, yeah. when you surround yourself with the mob, don't be surprised when the mob turns on you next. Yeah, like yeah. that's. Well, that, I don't even know if that's what happened. Like, cause, cause he was getting some complaints from like, and like I guess he got comments on the post with Dave Chappelle, and then that's why he posted it. But it's like, dude, like these, cause he's on the road right now. He's performing as mm-hmm. a comic, like doing theaters and stuff. It's like, hey man, those people aren't buying tickets. No, like, the the seventeen comments you got on your post, they're not buying tickets. No, so I think his real worry, if I'm being honest, I from where I see, I think he was worried about his gig with like Disney, and yeah, his gig with Marvel, because he's like in all these things like he, Patton Oswalt. Yeah, he's no. big with uh, voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he does the voice yeah, for for one of the Marvel series, like the cartoons they're animating, yeah. and like a couple yeah. other things. And he does voiceovers for Disney. Like, yeah. I just, I, I just ask, it's like, at what point is your soul not worth it? You know, at what point is your sanity not worth it? Because I've always said, it's like, if you could be like, look at guys like Ari Shafir, like Tim Dillon, all the guys on Legion of Skanks. You got big J. Okerson, um, fucking Louis J. Gomez, not even at Rogan level. Right. But none of those guys are starving. They're driving Mercedes and they're fine. Right. You can make good money being an asshole. Right. You can make good money being yourself. Is it worth it to make even more money? Like, tens of millions of dollars, but constantly looking over your shoulder thinking, am I next? And also, like, the, and the, I just don't think it's worth it. At I, the cost of your friendship. Yeah, because do you think Dave your, Chappelle name is cool now? Like, no. I doubt it. You no. Know, like that, that friendship is in trouble now. No, he's going to be blackballed. Exactly. Like, because comics, like, even in a local scene like this, if someone did some fucking bullshit, pussy-ass bullshit like that, they'd be blackballed for a while, exactly. at least. It's like, at what point is your sanity just not worth the money? That, that's think, what it comes down to. The other thing, too, is that... Is it fucking funny? Yeah. Like there's a there's a real fine line between you just sounding like a fucking racist dickhead yeah. and yeah. you being a comic that like that that joke is funny, yeah. right? Like we're not meant to be taken fucking serious. No, right? Like yeah, we I've, I have we've had that talk with Levetti before, man. I think Levetti is a good guy to talk about that because Levetti will sit up there and do fucking race jokes and stuff all yeah. the time. But it's like you got it's the difference between that one guy comedian that we had that went up there and just said the n word as a joke and then somebody like actually doing a bit about are you talking about the seinfeld guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible thing i don't know if you've ever seen that yeah but yeah yeah i've seen well, that but that's why that guy's point, not right? in shit that's yeah shit that's kind of what we were talking about last yeah. time too is when you're doing when when your type of comedy is offensive comedy or like mm-hmm. not even necessarily being offensive but it's edgy yeah that's really hard to do when you're trying to be funny. Yeah. Like, it's easy to go. I could go up there and say the most offensive shit. Yeah. If it's I just not going to be funny. Offensive. Yeah. Like, if I want to make people laugh. Yeah. Bro, I would, the way I look at it is like you have a spectrum, right? You have funny on this side and not funny at all. On mm-hmm. this side. Most things are neutral. Right. You have toasters, whatever to- subject you're going <laughs> to make. Whatever subject you're going to make. Screwdrivers. Yeah, toasters. They're right here. Pop tart. Not funny. Exactly. You dropped in a fucking pedophile's tub. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like, 
most things are in like the middle where they're neutral. Sure. They don't you don't feel any way about them. But when you're doing offensive comedy, yeah, you're starting on the not funny side. And you sure. bring it all, all the way over. Well, here. it's like I mean, my like ninety percent of my sets meant to be offensive, right? It's racist, it's sexist, it's homophobic. It makes fun of handicapped people, but whatever, right? But like, like I'll do stuff, and people will be like how do you know if it's not funny like how do you know if it's too far i'm like the audience will tell me because they yeah. won't laugh yeah. if they don't laugh and i try it like five or six times and they still don't laugh i stop fucking saying it like i know oh, you mean, mean you learn a fucking yeah, lesson and i you say yeah, i joke? i i don't fucking, like I, I i know right yeah there i know some people that could you take know, that know, advice like, you know how i how i approach jokes like that whether it's about like a group of people or something like that whether it's a, a race a group of, of like a race of people or like a fucking a class of people, you know, something like that. Whatever it is, I usually try to pay, poke fun or make jokes with what they say about themselves. You know. Yeah. I mean? Well, so it's like, like. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, I was gonna say like no way. Like um, I was, you know, was married to a Mexican girl for a long time, so I, I lived with a Mexican family, so I know a lot of like what Mexican families like say, kind of like about each other. If like if I'm if in a crowd of like in Mexican people, and would say something about getting hit with a chancla or some shit, you know, right. I'd fucking laugh at that because it's relatable. It's relatable. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be up there being like no fucking border and all that. You know, <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's funny. That's the comics that are the biggest assholes on stage were typically the most like nice people off stage because like we can't like we can't be on 24 yeah. 7 or no one would want to hang out with me i'm fucking i'm sitting here i'm having bourbon with a mexican guy yes i patted him down before he came in checked him for weapons <laughs> but he's in my house now and that's all that matters and he was 20 minutes fucking late yeah, well, well, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know now that you say that now that you say that and I just, Caleb saying, oh, we're waiting on the other guy. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, sense. no. I just didn't want to be racist. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like, <laughs> it's, uh, and I, I've explained this to other people off camera a lot of times. The people that, that portray themselves as like allies or whatever, those are the biggest fucking predators. Those are the people that like, oh, you want your time on the stage? You got to earn it by sucking my dick. Like yeah. those, those kind of people. And well, there's, there's, be proud. Yeah, yeah, that too. There, yeah, there, yeah, there's women that are like it too. Trust me. Uh, I'm on this stage, you gotta let me sexually harass you. There are like, women that are like that. I won't name I'm on gonna this. I'm gonna start tanning. I try to look like pitbulls. It's just tough, man. <laughs> like we all know this, and we've talked about it a million times. But it's like, if if I find out that somebody puts me on a show because I'm brown. That's like more damaging to my feelings sure. than you not putting me on the show. Sure. You know what I mean? Because yeah, now you're like, am I funny? No. Yeah, why? Exactly. I'm, I'm like, okay, well. I've, like I did for comedy and chaos. I'll, I put the lineups together. I've put shows together. I'm like, well, these are all straight white males. But at, at that point, it's more offensive to book someone because they're a minority yes. than to than to just not book them. You know what I mean? Than to just run a show with all white guys. It's more offensive to that person to be like, hey, I'm a, I'm missing a black on this show. Can you help me out? <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say this too about your shows, Caleb, is that uh, in your defense, like you're friends with a lot of comedians in Omaha. So yeah. you, you do a pretty good job at putting on all the comedians that I'm on there that I like there is ones. Yeah. Yeah. There is something to be said um, as from a show promoters perspective, when you're putting a show together, you want someone that everyone can relate to. Cause you want to, the ultimate goal is to, to get a big audience and attract as many people as possible. At the end of the day, you want someone that, 
at least one person on your lineup that everyone can relate to that's going to be at that show. So you want somebody that's not white. You want somebody that's a woman. You want at least one of those. Uh, th- there's something to be said for that. Now, I'm not. But I, I think the more important but, thing though is that you got to find one that you got to find somebody that fits that description, but that they're funny. That's they're like funny. The bottom that's line. the problem. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's and you know I pick I, I put shows together based on who I think will jive well and who I think will invite the most people. And and, and sometimes <laughs> it's all white guys. Not often, but sometimes it happens. But Omaha is small as we are of a city we've got a big scene and it's really fucking diverse compared to other cities i was impressed with that when i got here so yeah you know coming from denver you know and when i moved here you know i'd been to a barley street mic when i came out here to do a job interview and shit and then i got here and covid shut everything down and so when i ventured out for the first time in omaha nebraska and i sat down and like tyrell's the first person i saw and then i like i meet noah and I see DTG. Yeah. And, you know, like this just enormously diverse group of people. For right? sure. And and we're talking like when I say diversity, like I get that, like our comedy isn't super PC and that's not right. our style. Right. But there's comedy for fucking everybody. Yeah. And the fact that like everybody in existence is represented in this little ass scene mm-hmm. is fucking awesome. It's great. Yeah. And it, like it's so weird because there is like quality comics here. It's not like a. Like, I don't even like a Denver type scene where Denver's almost used as like a stepping stone to bigger cities. Like there's comics that have been doing it for a long time that are fucking good here and they travel and they tour. I'll say too about Omaha is like, I only know like maybe three or four comedians that specifically kind of brand themselves as like a clean comedian you know what i mean like and there's room most, for it there's money yeah, there's, there's corporate room, gigs yeah, yeah. like it's 100%, a thing if that's your thing i'm not talking shit on it at all like yeah you can go to corporate gigs which he's done you know what i mean like it's, it's they had they have done like fucking think of like just something like jason regan dude jason regan's gone and performed in front of fucking and, the, the nebraska yep, football i'm going on the road with he's him on he's january 29th completely. fuck yeah we're at <laughs> grand island oh there you go there's a, there's well, a scene for that so, jason yeah. and you know what's funny though is jason because we call our show harmful content comedy right like it's no secret we are getting into yeah jason regan's come and killed my show you yeah, can be a clean comic and be funny you yeah, know what i mean i think that's and that's kind of what he the point uh he was making is that you, the biggest requirement should be are they funny does it make me laugh it's funny it's, it's I've, funny it's, obviously it's, yeah, yeah. i'm a depraved and tortured soul so i've like it seems it's done some shit and been through some shit so it takes a little bit more to make me laugh but there's clean comics that make me laugh my fucking ass off are you funny bitch I don't care if you're PC and you're not Austin stepping on Anderson. Does it make like me the laugh? Whitest, is like the cleanest dude. I, he opened for Tim made, Dillon. I saw him. Yeah, Austin good. makes me laugh so fucking hard, dude. Like, because he does funny stuff. Like, should we? Uh, should we end it? We just did like an hour and a half. Yeah. And I know these guys oh, got to get to Lincoln. That's fine. This man, was man. fun. We'll have you guys back for yeah. sure. What's your podcast called? Uh, we haven't made it yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> but it's called Making Light with Brent and Noah. Okay. So we'll be making like a whole Instagram account, Facebook account, and Fuck like yeah. a YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. And it'll be on Spotify Hopefully, and all that. you guys will siphon off another 50 listeners just like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We got more than that sometimes. But uh, but yeah, no, let's check them out. You guys got dates you want to plug anything? Go ahead. Fucking shoot uh, it off. I'm going to be in uh, Grand Island with Jason Regan at the 40 North Bar. That sounds like a great time. Hey, man. <laughs> fucking with you. <laughs> no, yeah, we're going to be there January 29th. And uh, that's really all I really got coming up right now. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like he forgets the other fucking show he's on. What an idiot. Uh, so I'll plug it for him. Uh, January 22nd, we're going to be in Malvern, Iowa. That's right. Uh, I was, I was <laughs> supposed to be on that <laughs> yeah. show, but I'm not now. I don't know what. what the I'm Malvern on. one? Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. That's it's, weird. I'll uh, do the next one. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think it's me, Noe, uh, Rachel, Ware, David Kaskard. 
Well, I forgot that I'm on it, so maybe the spot has opened. Yeah, I'm going to let Tyrell know you were super disrespectful about his show. You and I are judging (laughs) the show this Friday. Oh, wait, are you, me, and Rachel all judging that show? Or the three of us, me, you, and Rachel are judging. Julian's show on uh, Make It Funny. Friday, right? I don't know how that thing works. I don't know what the rules are, but I'm a judge, so I'm I'm just going to tell you. Me and and Noah almost won it. It's at, a, time, it's at a so sober lounge, though, so I'm going to have to, like, do some shooters in the parking lot. So, yeah, I'm going like, to be so high when I get there. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when does this uh, podcast come out? Uh, probably tomorrow. Okay, so I have a show this Friday at the Dubliner. Okay, cool. Cool, fuck watch. yeah. I got I'm not coming to watch because we've got to judge a show. But hey, man, Nick, you got anything? I'll put out positive vibes for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I'm fucking no. too busy right now to be doing the I've done a couple. I've been down to the open mic scene down here, man. It's funny because I'm like one of two white comedians. Yeah. Everyone else is You're a commodity. There's you should get booked more, as a fucking there's token. Actually, there's actually more black comedians than Mexican comedians That's here in El Paso, to me. which is El Paso. Kind of funny, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's uh, um, I got. Let's see. I got the show we just talked about Friday. Make it funny at Sober Lounge on Seventy Second Blondo. Saturday, Wired Pub. Y'all know the fucking drill. Harmful content comedy. We got. It's our greatest hits of 2021. So we got like everyone that rocked it in 2021 is going to do 2022 to kick us off in a good year. Please come. Cause it's going to be an expensive show for me. I don't want to waste money on it. So buy the tickets. Uh, we got, we'll post the fucking link in the, in the description promo code bread, B R E A D not bread, like the weirdo fetish. So make sure you buy the tickets to that or you can get them 10 bucks at the door, which is great. Cause then we don't have to pay taxes or fees. Um, not that I'm a tax evader or anything. Uh, but yeah, so then we got, What's that? He's just Italian. Yeah, I'm Italian. You know, we the Gabagool. But uh, Dre Liberator and I, who's been a guest, we're gonna we're gonna have a podcast coming out soon. We're bringing back her show. We're revamping it, uh, making it better, and I'll be uh, a co-host on that. Uh, make sure I'll I'll post links to that and shit once once it's all official. Um, Noah and I were dropping a pop punk album in 2022. Let's fucking go. We need we need a guitar player and a bassist. Let's let's let's, we're legit. We are dropping a pop punk album. Everyone's like, told people that they're like, okay, Machine Gun Kelly. I'm like, no, we're we're fucking doing it. Like this is this is legit gonna be a thing. I got a whiny fucking voice. It's gonna sound great and it's gonna sound terrible at the same time, which is what a pop punk album needs. So if you know like two guitar chords. And you just learn how to play bass. Call me, right. and we'll put you on the album in the band. We don't even have a fucking band name yet. We'll figure this shit out. I'll throw my studs in and be your manager. Fuck I'm yes, like a manager. Fuck yes. You give me the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, the shaved, the shaved head and beard. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, baby. Listen. Listen. All I need you to do is sign this contract that says like a ninety-eight percent of the proceeds. You're gonna get the publicity, I, baby. I, I own your name and likeness. I own your your, your name and likeness. Your firstborn child is also half mine. Uh, that's, you just that's you gotta throw on a cabbie cap and you'll be fine, man. <laughs> yeah, but no, we're we're legit. We're dropping an album in twenty twenty two, maybe early twenty twenty three. It's gonna be fucking lit. But yeah, that's all I got. This has been Bread and Circuses. Thank you guys for coming on. Peace the fuck out. Deuces, everyone. Thanks for coming on, guys.